Hello and welcome to the Aid Station. I'm Chris Robb and today really excited to be heading to a city that brings back wonderful memories for me, albeit 25 years ago. We head to Istanbul where we meet René Onur, who's the general manager of Sport Istanbul. He's also the race director of the Istanbul Marathon and he's got a wonderful story to tell about that. René, wonderful to meet you. Thank you for making the time. Chris, thanks for inviting me. I've been following you for a long time. So I'm proud to be here. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. And, and as you said, before we started recording, we all learn from each other. And I'm certain that in today's conversation, there's going to be lessons for people around the world that uh, can be learned from what you've done. And, and, you know, every country is different, but every country is similar mm -hmm. in other ways. Every race is different. Everyone is similar in other ways and so many ways to learn. I love to always start by getting some background. I'd love to hear some of your backstory, and I'm sure the viewers would as well. All right, thank you. Uh, actually, I'm a mechanical engineer. I worked as a banker and an investment banker for a while, but then uh, switched to the other side of the table and then start working as a business developer and strategy. Uh, but the more important thing is that during those years, uh, I started to get involved in uh, volunteering and uh, 15 or 16, 16 years ago, uh, I did the first charity run in, uh, in Istanbul, in Turkey, actually, and it was an Istanbul marathon. And uh, then it became a, uh, I mean, we started six. Now this community is over 100,000 people. And during the years, and uh, like 40 to 50% of all the uh, Istanbul Marathon uh, runners were coming from our platform, charity running platform. So that's how actually I started to, uh, at least we know each other with Sport Istanbul, uh, which is the uh, municipalities uh, established by municipality, which is in charge of all facility management and event management. And uh, two and a half years ago, uh, there was a change in the leadership of municipality in Istanbul. And then uh, I was trying to get in touch with the new teams so that uh, my volunteer uh, platform, Adım uh, Adım, which means step-by-step step in Turkish, uh, I mean, we can start a smooth relationship with the municipality. And while I was trying to find out who will be the next general manager of Sport Istanbul, uh, they said that, I mean, we haven't decided yet, but uh, actually you should be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my first reaction was, I mean, uh, I'll pass, uh, because that was a friend who was asking me this. I'll pass, but in two or three days time, I'll think about some names which could be good candidates for Sport Istanbul. Uh, he immediately said that I'm, I don't want any candidate names from you. Just by tomorrow, tell me if you're interested or not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it all started like that. I mean, at first, my first reaction was no, because at that time, which was three years ago, uh, it was a period uh, which I was in a new uh, stage of my life. Uh, I left corporate business. Uh, I was uh, involved in social entrepreneurship. I'm also an Ashoka Fellow, so, uh, which is a, a social entrepreneurship platform. And I had some other uh, social entrepreneurships. 
And at the same time, I was giving consultancy and also uh, giving speeches. That was how I was, how I was making my life. Uh, but then I uh, thought that, I mean, Istanbul is a very big city. I mean, it's bigger than 160 countries. It's over 16 million. And uh, to be a part of a team which will decide the future of a city like that uh, was, I mean, it didn't take me too long, I mean, to, to say yes, actually. I mean, by next morning, I said, yes, I'm interested. So that's how this story started. I mean, wow. I... I mean, before I finish, I have to say that uh, I'm a volunteer. I mean, volunteering changed my life in the last 15 years. I started attending these uh, events as a volunteer. Uh, and it changed my life. I mean, if you ask me even three years ago, I mean, would you be a part of the municipality? I would say no. I was even dreaming about it. But I mean, uh, I worked in a private sector. I worked as a part of NGOs and social entrepreneurships. Now I'm working in a municipality. I think that's a very good triangle because in each of these systems, you learn different approaches, you learn different motives, and uh, I'm happy to be here. Wow, what a, what a, what a wonderful story. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's a story that I hear quite often and one that has been replicated in, in my business, I often say that some of my best staff and you know, I've, I've been in the industry 35 years, and uh, some of my best staff were volunteers, because they had the opportunity to experience what it was like as a volunteer, I had the opportunity to see whether they would fit the organization. And, and, and many of them were, were really great uh, partnerships that went on for, for many, many years. And some of them, you know, many of them still my friends from way beyond. So yeah, it's, it's a wonderful story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, it is. And, and that wonderful story continues. I mean, you know, imagine, in terms of if you had predicted taking on a role like this and just over probably a year later, COVID striking and, and all those yeah. challenges. And, and, and that brings you to this situation where you've recently delivered the Istanbul Marathon with huge success and accolades. Tell us about, you know, how's things in Istanbul at the moment? Tell us a little bit about uh, that, that event and, uh, and, you know, what it took to get it to the, to the start line. I mean, it was a shock, as, as you can imagine, because I'm coming here with, you know, very big dreams, big targets, you know, uh, lots of things to do. Uh, but the first thing that I have to say is that I was very lucky uh, that because at the start of the pandemic, uh, at least the uh, senior management was up and ready. I mean, we, we had the uh, perfect team by then because there were some changes in the first, you know, nine to ten months. But I mean, uh, we were ready for that. And uh, the, maybe I have to tell you about the size of the company as well, because yeah. we are not only organizing events, we also manage facilities, mm -hmm. sport facilities. We have 60, 66 facilities plus 200 school, uh, school saloons, sports saloons. And every year, around 1 million unique people visit our facilities around nine to 10 million times. So uh, the facility management side is huge. And every year we also on event management side, we organize around 40 events uh, with 250 to 300,000 people attending. Wow. So, I mean, 
uh, working in a system pandemic was like a nightmare because I'm mean, you're going to these huge facilities uh, they are closed uh, nobody's using it uh, also I mean the profit side or let's say sustainability side that was also quite a difficult period uh, but since the team was a good team we were highly motivated uh, I mean immediately with, with it, for the facilities we had a plan and for the events we started to follow the world uh, of course because on event side I mean we have to uh, go by the uh, law I mean uh, let's say local federation international federation world health organization like you're all following and on top of it of course the government officials mm -hmm. so in we had to go we had to create some gray areas frankly speaking yeah. and once we believe that that uh, it, it's it's a safe uh, zone then we started lobbying uh, on municipality, lobbying on government officials, and they trusted us. And uh, so that's how we managed not to cancel our uh, half marathon. We just postponed it five to six months. Mm -hmm. uh, and then also the marathon, uh, we were, uh, I mean, we were on, I mean, we were in the city, I mean, after five or six months, we were back to our offices, like all the team is uh, working from the office. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to uh, work in a municipality from your home because I mean, the city is there, the city is working, so we have to be here. Yes, you are more comfortable on home office. I mean, uh, I mean, if someone wants to stay at home or work from home, that's fine. But most of our employees, I mean, they prefer to be here. And with all the uh, with all the uh, issues uh, or the rules, hygiene rules uh, that we created and uh, that and we set standardized, uh, we got the yes uh, from the government officials and the local uh, municipality and federation, and then it was a go for us. And uh, we were lucky because, uh, as you can imagine, since uh, most of the races were cancelled, uh, which meant uh, some of the elite runners, maybe we were not on their list, I mean, were uh, decided to come to Istanbul. Mm -hmm. And then that also brought us to, brought Turkey the first uh, world record. Yeah. in all uh, at, uh, athleticism uh, branches. So it, it's the first time in Turkey that the world record was uh, broken. Wow. And uh, that was a very good PR for us because yeah. that shows that we have the perfect uh, parkour uh, for a world record. Yeah. And people see that, uh, I mean, it's not only for elite runners, as you know, I mean, for people who are seeking for personal bests, yes. that also puts Istanbul on a, a spot where they can decide to go uh, in addition to, because having the personal best, I mean, you can pass by the bridge, uh, joining the continents. I mean, you can see the Istanbul. So uh, on that sense, I can say that a pandemic, uh, I mean, we, we managed to change the crisis uh, into a good opportunity for our uh, marathons.
Wow, that's that's wonderful. So t tell us a little bit about it. I mean, we spoke about the world, you spoke about the world record, number of participants, um, you know, where, where, where there, uh, you know, numbers of international travelers. My understanding is that you had people coming from from many countries to, to come and join you. Can you give us a few insights mm -hmm. into that? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, for our this year for our half marathon, uh, which, which was in uh, uh, May, uh, April, May. Uh, I mean, we not we didn't see so many uh, foreign runners, mm -hmm. uh, but on uh, local runners, we are also having difficulty. I mean, frankly speaking, Turkey is not a running country. Yeah. That's a difficult part of our job. We're trying to increase the number of runners. Just to give you an idea about the uh, level of that, in a city like 16 million, this year, we had a record for the last 43 years in terms of number of Turkish finishers. Mm -hmm. The number is 1,600. Wow. In a city 16 million, it's 1,600. So, I mean, we have to take this definitely up. I mean, 5,000, 10,000 quite immediately. I mean, now uh, we're running our running strategy. And thanks to this circle as well, for example, I talked to uh, Makis uh, Asimakopoulos from Athens Marathon. Mm -hmm. Yes. I mean, uh, he, I mean, he responded very quickly. He was very motivating. And I mean, he, he gave a great vision to me and to our team. So that's thanks to this network. Uh, it wasn't easy to connect to some people, but I mean, Makis was very responsive and very helpful. And uh, so the number of finishes we had to limit uh, on marathon with 5,000. Mm -hmm. We are also doing a 15K in marathon. Yeah. Uh, we, we had to uh, limit it with 15,000. So in total, uh, the maximum number was 20,000, 15,000. Uh, did registration around 12,000 people finished it and uh, if we didn't I mean there weren't uh, marathon uh, registrations more than 5,000 but on 15k I mean if if we hadn't limited probably that might have gone to 20 25,000 people mm -hmm. uh, but I mean that's was asked from government officials to limit the number of people in that specific area. And uh, we are working on it. I mean, uh, the numbers, I mean, in the next 10 to 15 years, we should be definitely seeing the number of runners, marathon runners, uh, up to 15,000. And uh, that means we will have to decrease the number of 15K runners in the same race. Yeah, uh, That's the shift that we have to do. That's my... Uh, uh, vision and target to do it wonderful right. and by the way i have to tell you that uh, istanbul marathon is the biggest charity running event in turkey as well mm -hmm. uh, in terms of dollars it's changing because of the currency but every year uh, around two to three million dollars of uh, cha uh, charity running is done in turkey and that's actually one of the reasons why we didn't want to stop during the pandemic as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, if the NGOs are running, that means the hope is continuing because uh, that's a very important income. Uh, the, the money raised from charity run in Turkey. 
around 30 to 40 percent of all individual donations is coming from Istanbul Marathon to NGOs in Turkey. And uh, so that's we didn't stop there. Happy, we are happy, and we've seen many good story, stories uh, in, in marathon. I mean, you all know these stories. I'm people uh, who hardly trained during pandemic. Uh, I mean, we're up in there running and finishing in a healthy state. Uh, there were some survivors from pandemic. Uh, they were also in our race, so that was a very motivating uh, race. Wonderful. That's uh, that's great news, and certainly we have mm-hmm. such a role to play. Time, as always, flies in these things, and you've yeah. already shared a little inspirational story. But I'd love to quickly, if you, if there was one, you're obviously amazing leadership role from a charity perspective, managing a big team. If there was one leadership tip that you would like to give to people that are listening, what would that be? And then I'd love after that for you to finish off with uh, with another inspiring story or a specific inspiring story. We've got probably okay. you know three or four minutes before we need to wrap it up. But uh, yeah, just a quick leadership tip would be wonderful. Sure. I think, as I told you in the beginning, volunteering changed my life and changed me as well. I mean, it's definitely a personal development. And I think my management style evolved while, uh, I mean, not in private sector, but mostly in volunteering. Mm -hmm. So there is a saying in volunteering, which I like it very much. It's that you cannot manage volunteers, but you can just entertain them. Mm. So, I mean, that's my motto. I mean, if we are having fun with our team, if you like what we are doing, then we can uh, we can have good results. That's my leadership motto. I mean, to entertain each other, to learn uh, while we are doing what we have to do. And that's what I can tell in terms of uh, management style. Wonderful. People having fun often perform so much better than, than people under stress. And we have an industry yeah. that obviously has massive hours and lots of challenges, but it's got an opportunity to have so much fun and be so inspiring. I'm sure you've seen so many amazingly yeah. inspiring stories. Is there is there one inspiring anecdote that you'd like to finish on, please? Uh, yes, I mean... First of all, I have to, I mean, this sector. I'm. I mean, mass events is mass sport events is, is is very important because we are living in an era, which you know, obesity and type two diabetes. I mean, increasing massively. I mean, so that's the only preemptive tool. I mean, which can help all of us to get rid of it. So, uh, yes, it's elite runners are important in these events, but also. Uh, the recreational runners are very important. So I remember something from our 2019 marathon. We decided to give a, a medal and uh, for the person who is finishing the last. Uh, that's the, the, the one who enjoyed the parkour the most. Yes. Uh, and that was a lady from Japan. And she was very surprised. And seeing the, you know, the happiness and surprise in her eyes and now remembering the things he said about Istanbul and this marathon because of having this award. Uh, I mean, it was very inspiring for me. I mean, yes, it's always good to see a record uh, in your event, a, record, a record in your event, but it's, it's amazing to see you know, thousands of people who are happy to be there and enjoying the 
parkour. And even if the people who is the last is happy in that marathon, I think that's very inspiring for the event managers and also for the people who are uh, attending to these events. Ah, it's a wonderful story and I can totally relate. I've, I've stood so many times on finish lines waiting for that last runner or cyclist mm -hmm. or triathlete to come through and it's it's often an incredible moment. Rene, we, we could talk for hours and I'm sure we will yeah. at other times, but uh, thank you so much for making the time. Congrats on uh, your amazing success and, and look forward to keeping in contact and look forward to coming back to Istanbul in the not too distant future and hopefully at a time when your event is on. Thank you so much. I thank you, Chris, for inviting me. It was fun talking to you. Thanks a lot.